listeners, guess what? Ew. We at YY said we have a certain thing called giveaways. Giveaway. You get one. You get one. And you get one. Ooh. <laughs> now, what is this one that you're getting possibly? It's Action Point. Oh, yeah. Now, this is a Blu-ray DVD combo. Uh, now, you're going, you might be going, well, what? What is Action Point? What is Action Point? I was. Hold on. <laughs> if you are a fan of Jackass, yes, I get to say that, <laughs> then this is the movie for you. It stars Johnny Knoxville and Chris Pontius of the yeah. same show. Yeah. And they do the same kind of things in this movie. Now, the selling point, according to the ref, Oh, you just threw me out there. <laughs> the bonus content here. Yeah, you get this high-definition film, but you get all of this bonus content, and one of the characters, played by Chris Pontius, his name is Benny, so you get a, I'll just say this one, you get a bonus content entitled Benny and the Ish Burns. No, it's not Ish. Okay? I'll say the first part. Shh. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then it is at the end. So there we go. You know what you're getting here. Now, what happens in this movie is Johnny Knoxville is the owner of this amusement park that's all wrong. Everything about it's wrong, the rides, the staff, and so on. So, of course, you have to get stunts. Yep. So, if you want to see the stunts where people are possibly being injured for real, this is the giveaway for you. And how do we find giveaways again, Ref? I well, you go to www.whywatchthat.com slash giveaways and three, 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 one, two, three, one, two, third... Three lucky winners get their chance to walk away with Action Point. The Why Watch That Talk. Hey there, listeners. Aww. Aww. We just want you to know that we've got a special treat for you. Oh. It's the same old slot. <laughs> TV, TV, TV. You know, sometimes I feel like you remember an Oliver Twist. <laughs> an Oliver Twist. And he goes up, can I have more? But it's slop. I mean, it's just he just flaps it on the more. Well, anyway, we've got more TV. We're never, oh, wow. ever, ever going to not Oliver have to this. <laughs> Oliver Which is wonderful. Let's yes. just say that. The beautiful, wonderful thing. <laughs> anyway, we have more TV for you because we never run out of things to talk about when it comes boy, to TV. Boy, oh my gosh, you got the critic singing. Uh, well, we're going to go through things that have started new shows as well as returning yeah. and some check-ins. You know, we've been away for a while and now we're going to check check in with a couple things. So let's first start with the new show on CBS. It's called God Friended Me. Mm. Okay. It's, um, you got an early glimpse of it on CBS. Uh, I think it officially premieres the 30th of September as of taping. Yep. Um, well, what'd you think of that first episode? Well, you know, what I thought was, is this Kevin probably saves the world? Oh. Now let's think about why. So what we have here is Miles, played by Brandon Michael Hall. He is an atheist, and he has a podcast, and he's a millennial. Hmm. Now he's trying to sell his podcast uh, to somebody. Okay. 
Why is he an atheist? Why does he have this podcast where he talks about his views? Mm -hmm. He has a sister who still goes to church with their papa. And papa's played by Joe Morton. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We love Joe Morton. We sure do. And he's a reverend. Reverend Arthur. Okay. Okay. So what happened in this family to cause the son to no longer be a member of the church? That's a question posed here. Now, what happens to Miles is that he is friended on Facebook by God. Now, he keeps rejecting this as some sort of scam. Yes. But it keeps popping up. Well, of course, he decides to actually accept the friend from God. Okay. And then God starts sending him suggestions for other people to friend. Why? Hmm. Well, he finds that when he encounters these people, he has a role to play in their lives. Hmm. Hmm. This leads him and one of the people he finds who's a reporter down the rabbit hole to figure out who's behind this God account. Is it really God or not? He believes it's not, of course. And regardless, does this God account know that something's about to happen in the future and how? It's the Reverend. (laughs) I ruined the whole movie. Well, that is thrown out in the pilot episode. Of course, yeah. So that's the premise of God Friended Me. Again, kind of like Kevin probably saves the world where, you know, he has to go find these people and help them and so on and so forth. Yeah. So now the question is, why is this on CBS? That's what I was thinking, Ref. Why in the world is this on CBS? Are they playing for a younger audience? I think maybe. So if they are, is it going to work for them? Based on the first episode... <sighs> okay. Okay. I was watching it from the beginning. I was like, ooh, this... I don't think so. Now, when they started to go through where Miles is trying to figure out who's behind the God account, I found that the most uh, impactful part of the show. So if they stick with that, I think they might have something. However, it's not... I'd rather just watch Kevin Probably Saves the World again. Gotcha. Okay, well, let's move on to um, a a mid-season check-in, as we'll call it. Mm -hmm. We've already talked about the show on Epic's Get Shorty in its season two, Mm. Um, but we wanted to kind of dip back in and say, okay, where are we at now (laughs) with Get Shorty? We know that the critic thoroughly enjoys it, Mm. Um, but at this point, we've got the movie, the movie's made, right? Yeah. Um, now we have to, what, sell it? <laughs> Cut no. it? Distribute it? I don't know. <laughs> well, halfway through season two, that's where we are now. Oh, things have changed. Uh-oh, uh-oh. We got the feds involved here. Somebody's a snitch. Oh, we don't snitches end up with stitches. Well, and we know who it is. Like, we've known this for a while, but now it comes to the head halfway through season two. Because what's happened is, and now we're dealing with another Miles, played by Chris O'Dowd, mm-hmm. who is, you know, working with the cartel. He's one of their enforcers. He is a producer on this movie from season one that's gone into season two. But he's optioned, or wants to option, a book for another movie. Ah. Now, he's run into obstacles with that. Now, when it comes to the first movie, they had a premiere at a film festival. 
And the head of this cartel, Omada, oh, she was in hog heaven. She was being interviewed on red carpets. <laughs> but everything went wrong. And let me tell you, this is, I don't know which uh, episode in particular from season uh, two this is. It might be episode three, I believe. There is one of the actors in this movie, Ref, is doing something in early in the, ep- in the episode that seems ridiculous. But boy, it leads into something that no one saw coming. No one. I almost jumped out of my seat. <laughs> and this is the kind of thing we're talking about, everybody, where you write something and it could be the littlest thing and it matters later. And you go, oh, it's kind of the same thing that Glow did in season two, where it's one thing leads to something else that you couldn't see coming. And this is an indicator of people who know what they're doing. Mm. So now, halfway through this season, some people are learning about this snitch. Yeah. Is he going to stay alive or not? And that's a good question because it is linked into this other movie being made that Miles wants to make. Because the feds know about him. And the feds want this movie to go on so that they can get the L.A. cartel. Ah. Mm. So that's where we are now. If you haven't seen Get Shorty and you have access to epics, Mm -mm -mm. try it. I'll tell you the first season at the beginning. Give it some time. That's all I'll say. Thank you for that. Now let's go on to some season premieres. There's a new show. show, (laughs) There's a new show on FX called Mayans MC. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, because I didn't either, (laughs) it's a spinoff of of the show Sons of Anarchy that was on a while back. So now we have a spinoff of more motorcycle clubs. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and this was a club that, of course, was a part of the Sons of Anarchy universe. Uh, they're, they're actually friendly clubs here. Because, I mean, these motorcycle clubs, everybody, they're criminal entities. Let's make that clear. And the Mayans are working with the Mexican cartel to run drugs and all of that. Well, what they do in the first episode here is what we know works well when you're doing a pilot and that's to have a new member be the focus. Mm. So we're all introduced to what's going on. So JD Pardo plays easy. His brother is already in the Mayans is already Mayan and he's being tested. Is he going to be a part of this or not? Now we see from his backstory, he had a promising future. He was going to Stanford, I believe. Oh, he had a girlfriend played by Sarah Bolger. Well, something happened. He got into jail, and now he needs to be in the Mayans. His brother is played by uh, Clayton Cardenas, and his father, perk up everybody, is played by Edward James Olmos. Yes. I don't know who that is. Well, stand and deliver. Okay. Okay? So, if you don't know... If you don't know that, everybody, watch it. Jaime Escalante, if you haven't seen Stand and Deliver, a classic film gotta see that it's he's like uh, joe clark almost <laughs> <laughs> okay so edward james almost plays his father and he's kind of a conduit between the a police element i'll say and his son because how did his son get out of prison 
What's going on with that? And there's something else going on with his older brother, who's a Mayan, that's also going to be a suspect. I'll put it that way. Oh my gosh, the plot thickens. It completely thickens. And his girlfriend in present time is with somebody else. Who is that? And that's somebody else. They have a child together. Whose child is that? So that's the opening for Mayans. I'll tell you this. I was not the biggest fan of Sons of Anarchy. And the reason is, I'm not a fan of when we get a bunch of different people acting together and they're not on the same level. You get great actors, bad actors, people in between. I can't take it. That's just not my taste. And that's what I felt from Sons of Anarchy. I don't feel that here. And I did, I was interested based on how they set up all of these wrinkles in one episode. So we'll see how it unfolds. If you like Sons of Anarchy, certainly check this out. But if you didn't, but you think it's kind of your thing, give Mayans a shot. It might be what you're what you wanted from Sons. It of might Anarchy. be worth a ride. Yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> the yes. Purge on oh, USA. Wow. Yeah, The yeah. Purge. Mm. Wait, The Purge? Yes, The Purge TV show based off the movie, uh, wow. the movies of pur- The Purges. All The Purges. <laughs> it's new. It's on USA. Uh, I asked the critical question when I saw this. I said, how are they going to make The Purge? Because usually The Purge is based on one night of hell raising and then everybody goes back to normal life so just wondering how they're going to make that into a tv show yeah um now they now usa is saying hey this is an event series 10 episodes that's it okay now it's just like all the movies we see the immediate lead up to the purge now if you don't know what that is the purge is a 12 hour period from 7 p.m to 7 a.m the next day where all crime is legal in the United States. Including murder. All crime. (laughs) Okay. All of it. So just as the ref said. No, but they do have certain rules about what kind of weapons you can use. (laughs) So that's nice. You can't do like a nuclear bomb. (laughs) Exactly. So they like call it like level four, class four, something like that. And you also can't uh, kill politicians. Like they do have some little wrinkles. But essentially, you can do whatever you want. Oh, I love how you can't kill politicians, but you can kill everybody else. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's a certain level of people you can't go after. Okay, the police are are, are not going to answer your call. Paramedics are not going to answer, and uh, and the firefighters, none of that. Everybody's off. And uh, what happens is. Of course, people prepare for the purge. You have to protect your belongings. That's a lot of peas. Prepare for the purge. You have to protect. (laughs) Yes. Protect your house, all of that. If you can, if you have the resources, are you going to purge? Are you going to go after somebody? Hmm? So all of this stuff comes to the fore. Now, this is set in a future United States, in the near future. A new regime has taken over the government, and by implementing the purge, crime has uh, gone way down, so has unemployment, all that. Everything is supposedly good except for these 12 hours. Now, what I would like to see is what happens when it's not the purge. That's what I'm saying! Like, what? How do you get to a point where you want to purge? Exactly. And how does that affect interpersonal relationships when it's not within the purge window? Mm. Like, if you say something to somebody and they make a face, do you go, well, wait a minute, I didn't mean it? <laughs> like <laughs> that. Like, well, how does that work? That's what I would want to see. That's not what I think we're getting here. The question is going to be 
Uh, is it just this 12-hour window over 10 episodes? Are they going to go in the future after this first window? We don't know. Now, what we see is uh, different people who have different agendas that are leading into the purge, one of whom is uh, a Marine who's returning home. He wants to find his sister before the purge starts. Well, does he succeed? No. Another woman is in charge at this major company. She needs something to happen for her during the purge that is would be otherwise illegal. Oh, so she has to leave her safe space to get that done. What's going on with that? We also have a couple who's on the come up. They want to be members of uh, high society and they have to go to a purge party for this to happen. A they purge party? Mm-hmm. What? In a oh. purge party, some wealthy people will have parties at their homes where you have to sign a contract and say you're not going to purge. Ah. But they celebrate it because this is a holiday. Like this is not where people, everybody's going, oh, this is a bad thing. People love the purge. It's almost like Christmas. So what's going on with them at this party? It might be taking a turn that they didn't expect. So that's where we go. It's kind of like the movies in the same way. I will say I saw The Purge, the first movie. I was not a fan. I like this better. I'll put it that way. So I'll see what happens in the next episode. But this is going to be tough, as we talked about, Ref, for them to extend over 10 episodes. I hope they have lots of things up their sleeves. Mm-hmm. Rel on Fox. It's the first of its kind. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell us what Rel is about. Well, Rel is short for Little Rel Howery. We know him from Get Out. We know him from Uncle Drew. <laughs> yeah, that guy. So this is his chance to do Martin. Ah. Now here's the premise. He's married. We find out from the very beginning that his wife has cheated on him with his barber. <laughs> Which is the worst, right? His exactly. barber. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, you know, black men and their barbers. Black men and their barbers. Like, dang, man. Of all the people. So, he has two things he needs to accomplish. Get revenge on his barber. How's he going to do that? And find someone to date. Now, he has a friend, and and she knows uh, a female who's with the barber. So, maybe he can go after this female and get back at the barber. Okay? And then they have a whole joke about uh, her footwear. I'll put it that way. Okay. He has a younger brother who was there and, you know, trying to big up big brother. That's what younger brothers do. Okay. All right. But everybody, everywhere he goes, knows that he was cuckolded. Now they don't use that word. That's mine. (laughs) Okay. So that's what they know. So he can't escape it. And his father, I will have to say, is played by Sinbad. Yes. That's perfect. Of course. And there's a whole church scene, of course, because... Rel has got to play a reverend. I mean, you know, it's Martin. <laughs> you know, he's got to play somebody else. Uh, and and we see how all of this goes through in this first episode. What's going to be the resolution, if any, and what's the setup for the rest of the season? Okay. Here's the thing. I like Lil Rel Howery. I think he does a wonderful job at his thing. This show, though, like, okay, we got laugh tracks again, all of these old setups. 
I was just like, I've seen this before. I've seen it better in Martin, actually. I've seen it better. Um, now, look, I did laugh when he played the Reverend just because it's the Reverend. I mean, okay. It was nothing special about it, but it was there. And I do have to say, there's a character he meets on the bus, okay, who is like Chris Tucker. And I, he had so many jokes coming that some of them landed. <laughs> so I want more of that guy and more of that spirit. We'll see whether that continues in this show. It's just, I mean, there's really nothing special about this except the name of it as well. All right. Well, <laughs> let's move on to a very seasoned show on Showtime. Yeah. Shameless. It's just shameless. Shameless. Yes, it's very shameless. Now, we hear that one of the beloved characters, it's her final season. I mean, I'm, yeah. she's had enough. She's been on there nine years. Emily Rossum, it's her final season. And I hear that they're going to split up the season. So how are we starting with this first half? Yeah, so we're starting. It's shameless. <laughs> we know it's a family of shameless people. The patriarch, if you want to call him that, is played by William H. Macy. And really, the matriarch, his daughter, oldest daughter, is Emmy Rossum's character. And we've seen over the seasons how Emmy Rossum's character wants to get out and be a success. She now does have an apartment building that she owns and she's running. She has a little uh, diner that she's running. Like, she, she's getting her ducks in a row. She's gotten them in the right place. Now, her, um, the oldest son, let's say that, he's had his struggles with addiction, uh, and now his sponsor has gotten married, and that's led to a complication in the first episode, because he is the best man, and you know what best men do with maids of honor, Okay, but that doesn't turn out the way he thinks it's going to. We'll Wait, see how no, that... what do they do with me? Well, if think shameless, what would they do? Okay, all right. Okay, so we have that. Now, the second son in line is in prison now, uh, but he believes that essentially he's the messiah of gay people. Oh, he is ministering to the prisoners on how to treat gay people. Uh, this is shameless, okay? And he has his own mental health issues. Uh, Emmy Rossum's character is trying to bail him out. He doesn't even want to be bailed out because he has work to do. <laughs> what right. is the what? Yes. Now, the third sided line, he is at like, he's at a military school trying to get out that way. But he has a girl who he kind of married outside of the school causing a ruckus. He and kind of married? You got to watch the show. I'm not going to give everything away. Okay. <laughs> so are they really married or not? They did have a ceremony. She's out there, you know, making noise, talking about what she's going to do to him. <laughs> okay. And the head of the school is looking at him like, look, you have a future, but you got to take care of her. How does that go down? The youngest son, and I always have to say this, who's a black son, who knows how that happened. Well, now, after he essentially had no lines for like seven seasons, these last two seasons, he's talking and it's a different uh, actor. <laughs> I mean, they just brought out a new kid. He does have a conscience. He is not shameless. And he tries to keep his father, Frank, William H. Macy, in line. And William H. Macy, to end it here, has caused a problem at his youngest son's PTA. Because his youngest son is in private school. He's that kind of kid. And the ruckus has led to a doctor 
bringing all the PTA together and saying, hey, we got to test all of you for STDs because something is going on. There's some sort of epidemic and we need to figure out the cause. And how does that turn out? What in the world? This is Shameless. So if you have seen Shameless, you're going to keep watching. It's not like it, anything has changed. And I haven't even gone to what's going on with the neighbors. Okay, I haven't even gone to that their bar and everything like that. Okay. It's still Shameless, everybody. And look, you've got to see Emmy Rossum's final season. I will have to say that it is a shame hmm. how she's been overlooked. It is a shame. Okay, so we'll see what happens after this season, Ref. If you haven't started Shameless and you're interested, I will tell you the first season is its weakest. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah. Let's end this, mm-hmm. <laughs> this porridge, <laughs> with the uh, news uh, show Save Me, which is on Stars. It already got picked up for a second season um, across the palm, that is. But you have a full season review. I mean, you're going to start it and you're going to end it. Mm. What a treat. Tell us about Save Me. Save Me comes to us from Lenny James. Now, if you're going, who is that? He's Morgan in The Walking Dead and now Fear the Walking Dead. The guy with the stick. So if you didn't know, yeah, he's British. And he wrote this ref along with, he's also starring in it. So this is his baby. And here's what's happened. Lenny plays Nellie. Nellie is a ne'er-do-well. I mean, that's what he is. He's a womanizer. And he's a deadbeat dad. Mm-hmm. What happens is his daughter comes up missing. Now, what she did was she said to her mother, she left the video and said, hey, let me go for a week. I'm going to find my dad. I'm going to be with him for a week. I want to get to know him. I'll be back, please. And I didn't tell you this in person because I knew you would stop me. But she ain't with dad. We see dad. (laughs) He's with all kinds of women and at the bar. He ain't with his daughter. He doesn't even know anything about her other than the one time he met her when she was three years old. She's now 14 or something like that. Hmm. But the mother thinks that the daughter's with dad. The police think that she's with Nellie. So Nellie's going, no, 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 no. And the mother's like, look, he's capable of violence regardless of how charming he seems. Is that true or not? So what happens is Nellie goes on a mission to clear his name. Now, there are people at the bar who are either supporters of his, friends of his, or who are against him. Against him. What's going on with that? Also, he's got to go into dark places throughout this season to try to find his daughter. I mean, because think of the kind of people who kidnap teenage girls. And we go there in this show. It is not pretty. So get ready for that. Now, by the end of the season, the question is, who's she with? Do we know? Is she Was she actually with Nellie or not? Is he lying? Do we know that? Is she still alive? Do they find her or not? Is Nellie still in trouble or not? Does his uh, does the mother uh, of the daughter is she okay with Nellie or not? Also, the mother has been has married someone else, and mm. he seems to have something that's a secret. What's Uh-oh. that about? Mm. Along with his son, so all of this stuff starts coming to a head, and there is a season two, okay, mm. coming. So you got to think of that. Now, here's what I have to say. To end all of this. The first two episodes and probably the last one, 
I was with this show. Okay. I was like, okay, this, hey, the Brits know how to do this kind of show. We know. Mm. In the middle, though, I really think instead of six episodes, it should have been three. That's Mm. really my feeling here. Mm. And then it really would have been like, oh, what's weird when season two coming? Since it's six parts, though, it was kind of like, okay, but there's another show which has a spinoff coming sometime in the near future called The Missing that was also on Stars. You can still find it on their app. Two seasons, similar premise. A father, his son goes missing. He got to find him. And boy, oh boy. Now that is a show if you want this kind of story. Save Me is pretty good. The Missing is great. Well, 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 you heard it here. We gave you your weekly dose of porridge. <laughs> so there you go, listeners. Run off and enjoy TV and come back here next week. We'll have some more for you. <laughs>